Welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to get into the topic for today. We're going to be dealing with the rapture of the church, the rapture of the church. Of course, that's when Jesus comes back for those that are saved. He comes back for every man, woman, boy, or girl who's ever accepted Christ as Savior, and He takes them to heaven to be with Him for all of eternity. There are several events that follow the rapture of the church, which we're not going to deal with any of those today. We're just going to deal with the rapture of the church, and I hope the podcast will be a blessing and a benefit to you. I'm extremely grateful from the bottom of my heart that you would take time to try to listen to this podcast, and I'm, I am honestly trying to provide good scriptural podcasts that can help people to know why they believe what they believe so that they can grow spiritually. And as I've often said in the podcast, I don't want you to ever think that I exhaust a subject on the podcast here. A lot of times I'm just barely scratching the surface of an extremely deep subject. Of course, the Word of God is inexhaustible, so you would never exhaust the Word of God. But um, the desire that I have is that you would take some of the lessons from these podcasts and as you read through the Bible, be able to start to put together some of the pieces that God has for us in the in the Christian life. So if you have your Bible, you can turn to the book of Revelation, chapter number 4, the book of the Revelation, chapter number 4 and verse number 1. This will be our this will be our text verse for the rapture. Of course, we'll use this hand in hand with 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4, which is where we'll be going next. But the Bible says there in verse number 1, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will shew thee the things which must be hereafter. Of course, here we have the Apostle John. He's on the Isle of Patmos. He's banned. He's on the Isle of Patmos, and the the Lord appears to him there on the island and gives him the book of the revelation, which are the things that are gonna that are gonna come to pass shortly. And he starts off here, well of course after he deals with the church, then he's he gives the reference for the rapture there. This is going to be our first reference for the rapture. If you're saved, if you are saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, this will be the point in time when your journey here on earth will end. It will end before before the tribulation period, right here in Revelations chapter number 4, in verse number 1 at the rapture. Now let's go over to the book of First Thessalonians, the book of First Thessalonians in chapter number 4, and we'll begin to get into the actual details of the rapture. I'm going to read kind of a lengthy portion of Scripture, and I do pray you'll stay with me as I read it. It's very important. I want to kind of lay the groundwork for this and also give you a place where you can go and do some reading and some studying of your own. But beginning in verse number 13 of 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4, the Bible says, But I would not have you to be ignorant brethren, of course those are saved people, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now, before we go any further into verse number 14, I do want to clarify that during in this passage of Scripture, when he is talking about those that are asleep, he's not talking about those who have went to bed, but he is talking about those who are dead, those who are no longer breathing air. They are buried. Um, they, they, they cease to physically exist upon this earth. They are dead. 
Then we'll begin reading in verse number 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Now, that verse right there is saying that, hey, when this rapture takes place, the ones that are asleep or the ones that are dead are going to participate in this event. Verse number 15, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now, it's not my opinion. It's not a theologian's opinion. It's not your opinion, but it's the word of the Lord. This is, this is the book that God gave every man, woman, boy, or girl to be able to understand him better. So we're dealing with something that's biblically spoken, not something that's an opinion, but something that is God-breathed here. Verse number 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the arch, archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, of course, the Lord is coming back himself there. In verse number 16, he's not going to send a lower-ranking angel. He's not going to send a he's not going to send a messenger. Instead, he's going to come himself to redeem his own. And the Bible says that there will be a trump that sounds. If you compare with Revelations 4:1, there's a trumpet there too. And then the Bible says, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, as soon as they get to ground level, because nobody's going to be ahead of anybody in the rapture of the church, we're all going to be equally meeting the Lord in the air at the same time. As soon as they get to ground level, as soon as they get level with us, verse number 17 is going to take place. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, that's the rapture of the church. That's an in-depth passage of Scripture dealing with the rapture of the church. And it's, it's very clear that the Lord's going to come back Himself, and He's going to take every saint that has ever died that was saved by grace through faith, and every saint that is alive that was saved by grace through faith will go to meet the Lord in the air. Jesus is not coming back to the earth at this point. He's not going to step one foot on the earth. He's going to be in the clouds, and we're going to meet him in the air at the rapture of the church. And then I want you to go over to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 15. 1 Corinthians, chapter number 15, in verses 51 through 57. The Bible says, Behold, I shew you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Now remember, the sleep speaks of death. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now this is where you're going you're gonna to eliminate this physical body, and you're going to receive a spiritual glorified body. Verse 52, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. Now, of course, the dead are going to receive this new glorified body at this same time, too. And we shall be changed. Those that are alive shall be changed. They shall receive their new glorified body, because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Verse number 
53. For this corruptible, that's talking about the body, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall I put on incorruption, and this mortal shall I put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? Those are the ones that are alive. We will not, if you're alive during the rapture of the church, you will not be affected by death. And then the Bible says, O grave, where is thy victory? Those are the ones that are asleep or those that have died that look to be buried in the grave. They look to be conquered by death. But Jesus, through his power, is going to resurrect them when they receive their new glorified body and they're going to go to meet him in the air. O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So you're going to receive at the rapture of the church, you're going to be caught. At the moment that he comes back, you will be caught up into the air to meet the Lord in the air. And at that moment, you will receive your glorified body. And then if, you, if you've got your Bible there, if you can... Flip over to the book of John. Of course, that's the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter number 11, in verse number 25. I want to show you the two categories, the two categories of people that will participate in the rapture. John eleven twenty-five. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, Though he were dead, yet shall he live. The first category is those that are dead. Verse number 26 of John 11. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Of course, that's just showing the two categories of people that are going to be affected by the rapture. Those that are dead in Christ... And those that are alive in Christ will be affected by the rapture. There will be no unsaved people dealt with at this time. Those people will be what we would consider left behind. And they will have to endure the wrath of God during the tribulation period. And I will, I will do a podcast in the future dealing with the tribulation period. It might even be a two-part podcast because there's, there's quite a bit to cover there. But um, we're not going to get into that today. And then if you, if you flip over to the book of Titus, chapter number 2, and verse number 11. Titus, chapter number 2, and verse number 11. And we're going to read down through verse number 13. The Bible says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope. That's another term for the rapture. That would basically be your biblical term for the rapture would be the blessed hope. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, up to the point that the rapture takes place, Titus through the inspiration of the Spirit of God, tells us how we need to live as Christians before the rapture takes place in verse number 12. 
teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. And the reason we need to live that way, number one, is because we're saved. But number two, we don't know when the Lord is actually going to come back. And you and me do not want to be involved in deep sin or be in a backslidden condition or be away from God or be upset or be doing something contrary to the things of God when He comes back. When He comes back, we want to be living soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world so that when He appears, we won't be ashamed at His coming, but we'll be looking for His coming. And then lastly, in the book of John, chapter number 14, the book of John, chapter number 14, in verse number 3, the Bible says this, This is Jesus talking here. Those will be those red words in your Bible if you have a red letter edition. Verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus promised me in the book of John chapter 14 and verse number 3 that he was coming back. You say, well, he's not back yet. That doesn't mean he's not coming. That just means he's not ready to come yet. And when he comes, he'll be coming for his own, and he'll be taking me to a land, and you to a land if you're saved, that's fairer than day. Streets of gold, crystal rivers will be in the presence of the Lord. There'll be no night there, no sickness, no death. It'll be a wonderful place. But while we're here on earth, let's try to tell those that are not going to participate in the rapture about a God that loves them and cares for them and will save them if they'll come to him so that they too, when the Lord comes back, can go with us in the rapture of the church. Thank you so much for joining us again today. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can forward them over to me at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. I do want to thank you for the questions that have been sitting in. And if you send in a biblical question, I'm going to put it on the Sharpening the Sword podcast, which is a, a, a part of this podcast where we answer your questions from the Bible. Thank you again, and have a blessed day.